Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for December 1st. Friday, December 1st. Flyers fall to the New Jersey Devils last night in overtime on a Luke Hughes goal. Boy, the Hughes brothers seemed like they were everywhere in that game. Uh, four to three is the final. Flyers battle back to get a point, but ultimately uh, lose that second point in overtime. Flyers Daily presented by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live. We tick the calendar over to a new month. We begin the month tomorrow night well, from a hockey standpoint when the Flyers take on Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. And then they'll be back Monday at home to take on the Penguins home and home with the Pens to kick it off. But we'll recap last night's game first and foremost. Flyers overcame a couple of goal deficit for the first time this season. Actually, they did it earlier in the season when they played against the Dallas Stars. Ultimately lost that game 5-4 to four in overtime. And against the New Jersey Devils last night, they get down 2 nothing, then 3-1 but battle all the way back uh, to get it to overtime, get the goal with the goaltender pulled, uh, but just 28 seconds into overtime, it's Luke Hughes who ends it. 47 shots for the Flyers. That's a season high that they put on Akira Schmid, and uh, boy, he played really well. Flyers had 23 shots in the second period. The Devils with 35 shots on goal. That's got to be the highest combined total of shots in a Flyers game this season. Devils open the scoring, and boy, that's been kind of the, the the determining factor for the Flyers on do they score first where they're 10-1, and one, or do they get scored on first where they haven't won a game this season when giving up the first goal of the game. And it comes pretty early at 3-10 into the first period when Alexander Holtz gets a drop pass from Michael McLeod, is able to beat Carter Hart high glove. I think this puck may have deflected off the blade of Cam York, who challenges the release. Doesn't matter. It ends up in the back of the net. Devils go up one nothing. Then later in the first period, at fifteen twelve, Flyers probably leading into this second goal by the Devils, the Jack Hughes two on one goal, probably had their best shift of the period. Spent about a minute fifteen in the Devils zone, working the forecheck, getting good opportunities on a Kirschmead, but those legs were out there for a while, and it ends up being a two on one the other way. We've talked about this where the Flyers are so aggressive in keeping the puck in the offensive zone and creating second-chance opportunities and maybe selling out a little bit and taking on a little risk to get reward of scoring chances, they end up not getting a puck by uh, Akira Schmid, and then it ends up going the other way, and Jack Hughes gets the pass from Tyler Toffoli on the two-on-one and beats Carter Hart. Then it's 2 nothing Devils. So not only do you not score the first, but the Devils also score the second. Now they're up 2 nothing after one period of play. Head into the second period, and uh, at 11.49, Flyers facing the number one power play in the NHL, the New Jersey Devils, clicking at 36.8% going into the game. And the Flyers' power play has been a struggle all season, but they get a power play goal. They cut the lead in half when Morgan Frost picks up uh, some loose change around the net. Just a good job of Frost, though, flowing to the net. And it was a quick couple of shots by the Flyers. The first one comes from Tyson Forster, and then the Flyers regather the puck. They get it back to the point in Cam York, who takes the shot. The rebound's there for uh, Morgan Frost as he's kind of coming to the net and just is able to put it in the open side. And it puts the Flyers on the board, cuts the lead in half. It's Frost, third goal of the season. Travis Konechny and Cam York pick up the assist. And now we've got a 2-1 game going into the third. But there was some key moments late in that second period where the Flyers 
are killing off a power play of the New Jersey Devils. And again, top-ranked power play in the league. And, and on a couple of just great opportunities, Carter Hart made some unbelievable saves. There was a low-to-high play, Jack Hughes uh, to Holtz. Holtz had the first shot, Hart makes the save. Then there's a wide-open net. And Carter's got to move from his left to his right, so to his blocker side. And he just sells out in desperation, dives and gets the blocker on a wide-open net uh, for Holtz, makes the save. Flyers get out of the period only down a goal. But then 431 into the third, Tyler Toffoli on the power play is able to beat Carter Hart. So the Flyers back down 3-1, to one, multi-goal. Then at the 15-minute mark of the third period, I thought Tyson Forster had a really strong game. And he contributes to this goal. He doesn't get a point on the Sean Walker goal at 15 minutes to make it 3-2. But he's kind of, there's two devil players kind of in a layered screen situation. And Tyson Forster cuts across, takes the eyes away of uh, the devil's goaltender, Schmidt, and can't see the release. Sean Walker finds a lane to the net, gets the goal, his fourth of the season. Now it's 3-2. Couturier and Konechny with the assist. Two assists for Travis Konechny in the game. And then with the goaltender pulled, Flyers actually had a five-on-three, which was a six-on-three because they pulled Carter Hart. But when it was a five-on-four, which really was a six-on-four because Hart was pulled, uh, Scott Lawton gets a shot off at the point. Tyson Forster gets a stick on it, redirects it. It's a power play goal. And all of a sudden, the Flyers tie it at 19-09. Forster's second of the season on the power play. Two power play goals in the game. Lawton and Brink pick up the assist. So 3-3, we head to overtime. Uh, Flyers have a rush opportunity in overtime, but then a two-on-one ensues the other way, and it just so happens it's the Hughes brothers, Jack Hughes feeding his brother Luke Hughes, who puts it in the open net, and the Devils take the two points and take the win. Now, a couple of storylines coming out of this game beyond just the Hughes brothers. First and foremost, Garnet Hathaway uh, ejected from the game with a game misconduct and a major penalty at 16-15 of the first for basically playing to the whistle. Uh, John Tortorella was apoplectic at the call. You know, he kind of gets Siegenthaler, kind of shoves Garnet Hathaway into Luke Hughes. Hughes has to leave the game because he goes into concussion protocol. He does come back, obviously. He got the game winner. So you lose Garnet Hathaway right there early in the game. He played not a whole heck of a lot, a little more than three minutes at that point because there's basically five minutes left in the first period. He plays 352. So he's gone. But for some reason, Joel Farabee gets two shifts in the game and only 56 seconds of playing time. So you're already down Hathaway, and now Joel Farabee is getting um, a seat on the bench, only playing 56 seconds in, in the first period and the remainder of the game. So you're playing with a short bench. Nick Delarier didn't see a whole lot of ice time, 8.03. Where were those minutes picked up? Well, Travis Konechny picked up a lot of them. Konechny in the game played 22.48, 6.09 on the power play. These are huge numbers. 6.09 of power play time and 5 minutes of 14 seconds of PK time, 11.25 of even strength time for Travis Konechny. He had two assists in the game, a couple of shots on goal. Uh, so... He picked up a lot of the extra ice time. Uh, but, you know, John Torrell, we've seen this before. Back on, I think it was October 20th of 2022, in a game where they lost James Van Riemsdyk, uh, I think in the second period of that game against the San Jose Sharks, Flyers were going into the third, down a forward in Van Riemsdyk, and they were down 3 nothing against San Jose Sharks. 
and Travis Konechny and Kevin Hayes at that time didn't play at all in that third period. So it doesn't matter if you're down a forward. If the coaching staff doesn't see what they want out of a player, they'll sit you down no matter what. It doesn't matter whether you're down a player or what the situation is. And Joel Farabee got that last night. We'll see how he responds to it. Carter Hart really strong in the game. Gives up the four goals on 35 shots, but made some unbelievable saves. And a lot of times your goaltender's got to be your best penalty killer, and he was. I thought the penalty kill was good all night. Uh, some really key blocks at key times. The f- the first, I think, seven and a half minutes of Devil's power play time in the game, the Flyers only gave up three shots. And again, this is the top-ranked power play in the NHL. They really move the puck around well. They show you multiple different looks from a 1-3-1 to an overload. They'll change on the fly. They'll move Hughes onto the half wall, out to the high point. Uh, they were working with Luke Hughes as well, and those two have great uh, awareness of where, where each other's going to be. They didn't have Dougie Hamilton in the game, uh, but still pretty potent New Jersey Devil offense, uh, and they outlast the Flyers 4-3 to in the game. Uh, Hughes in the game came in with the highest uh, points per game in the NHL. He had come in with 15 games played uh, and 26 points. He picks up three points on the night. Does Jack Hughes a goal and two assists? He had nine shots on goal in 23 minutes and 29 seconds of ice time. That kid is an absolute star. And it didn't happen right away for Jack Hughes. It took a little bit of time for him to develop into the star player that he is right now. I hope that's something that we'll remember when we're looking at players like Cutter Gauthier coming into the NHL or uh, guys like Matt Vemichkov. It may not happen with the consistency that you see out of Hughes now, but it doesn't mean that it can't get to that level. Now, Hughes is the number one overall pick. Um, Matt Vemichkov is not. He's the seventh overall pick, and Cutter Gauthier is a high pick as well. So we'll see how those players develop, but um, it's a good example of one of those guys that it didn't happen for right out of the gate. Nico Heischer, of course, another number one overall pick for the New Jersey Devils, had a couple of assists in the, in the game, including uh, on the game-winning goal. And uh, he's a very important player for them. Good in the face-off circle, won 10 draws and only lost seven. And the area that you know we talked about yesterday's episode when previewing the game is, is it good enough? Is the goaltending good enough? I thought Akira Schmid had a great game. Flyers poured a lot of quality chances on him. And when you look at the heat map of the scoring chances in this game, I said on the postgame show to Brian Smith, it kind of looked like, you know, one of the a heat map of chicken pox in each zone. There were so many specks all over it of the scoring chances at both ends of the ice. And uh, uh, but the Devils, they find a way to get the win. They move a couple games over 500. Flyers go back to NHL 500. Uh, so. They'll take the point, but uh, the Devils uh, get the job done and get the two points for the Phil- uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers. Like I said, Flyers will be in Pittsburgh coming up on Saturday to take on the Pens, and then at home to take on the Pens coming up on Monday night. And then the Flyers are going to hit the road for Arizona, Colorado, and Nashville. Uh, basically a week-long trip, December 7th through the 12th, and they'll come home and take on Washington and Detroit in the month of December. Go to New Jersey at home against Nashville at Detroit, at Vancouver, at Seattle, at Calgary to wrap up the year. So a couple of division games in there, a couple of games against Pittsburgh, and then you have the New Jersey game and the Washington game. Uh, but then a lot of, again, uh, out-of-division games or Western Conference games as well 
before they pick it back up in the month of January. So that'll put a wrap on this edition of Flyers Daily. Let me get to one email real quick. I just got this, I got a nice email from a guy. I wanted to read it here uh, because uh, we're coming up on episode 1000, which will be coming up on Saturday. I sat down with Keith Jones and Danny Breer last night uh, before the game, had a chance to talk to the two of them uh, about uh, this season and lots of other topics about the rebuild and, and much more. So you'll hear that on Saturday's episode. Uh, but Jeff Kerr sent me a night note, nice note and said, Hey, Jason, congrats on uh, the upcoming 1000th episode. I've been listening to, I've listened to at least 80% of them. So that's 800 episodes. That's a big number, Jeff. Thank you. And he said, then the great content is what keeps me coming back for nearly every episode. Here's to many more and keep up the great work. Sincerely, Jeff. Jeff, thank you for the note. I appreciate it very much. I'm excited for episode 1000, excited for a thousand more. Everybody have a great Friday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll pre- preview Flyers Pens on a Saturday edition of Flyers Daily.